0: So, Pranam to all welcome. And I'm very happy to. Be sharing with you again after two long years without coming here to Bulgaria. So I'm very happy to be again with all of you for this retreat that has been organized. But with the do- local devotees along with some other devotees who are visiting us. So I'm very happy to to have all of you. But all of you are not here, but they are coming on on their way. So there, there will be more. So it's very. <clears throat> Very inspiring to see the Vaishnavs together and, and making different endeavors to get together yeah, and try to increase their their association basically. Yeah? That's an important point. We are here to increase our association. It's not just a matter of a formality that we get together. You know? It's not just a social event and we take some pictures and there we are, but (laughs) it's a matter of increasing the quality mm, of our association. mm. So, that's basically the very gist, the very essence of of Krishna Bhakti. mm. How can we together increase our association? mm. In quantity we may be more, but in quality mm. we are more for the quality. mm. The quantity is to be sacrificed for the sake of quality. Welcome, <laughs> if you will. Well, of course, we are not against qual- quantity, but quality is the, the important thing here. Hmm? Uh, where an intimate circle where we can like, open our hearts and try to, to speak the truth. That's a, the, the very idea of satsanga, what we are trying to, to experience these days. So today is more like an introductory, lecture like I, I have no official topic in mind, but something is coming now, so let's see. <laughs> uh, this idea of intimate circle and speaking the truth and, and being willing to speak the truth and being willing to to hear the truth—that's a very, I mean, that's not a cheap thing to find that type of protective circles. Mm. Sometimes to say that the guru will will draw. A, it's called guru reka. Guru reka means like the protective circle. There's a famous histo- history, story Sorry, in, in the Ramayan, with Ramachandra, Lam- Lakshman, sorry, uh, establishing that protected circle around Sita Devi and saying, You don't go out of this circle. I'm going to look for Ram. Long story before, behind that golden deer and so on. <laughs> and the idea is that Lakshman represents, well, Lakshman is Balaram Nityananda, so Guru Tatva. So the Guru is drawing a circle around us and saying do not go out this circle. This is the context. No? We need context. Mm? Because as I say the saying says a text out of context becomes a pretext. Mm? And we we can become that text if you will. We can become out of context and just run around in life looking for pretexts to over justify that which is not justifiable basically. <laughs> so the guru will put the context to say this is a circle. Mm? Circle of truth. Again, this is not just some physical thing or some imposition, but the guru represents or the sadhu represents uh <clears throat> this circle of truth personified. Hmm? So we were speaking yesterday. That's not easy, that's not cheap, that's a big challenge because if you are close to to a to a serious practitioner, hmm? sincere and serious that they they were making this play of words, sincerious sincerious <laughs> practitioner <laughs> I don't know how to say how you can say that in Bulgarian but sincerious <laughs> practitioner I mean that's a big challenge because that person is constantly reminding you about how to do things properly even without saying a word but just their very whatever emanates from their pores <laughs> it's creating these scars of truth and again truth is not a popular thing in this world We are not precisely living in the world of truth or in the era of truth, to be more specific. We are in Kali Yuga, so Kali Yuga is characterized by the exact opposite of that. But of course, to compensate the the non-truth in Kali Yuga, we have a parallel era, if you will, Mahaprabhu's Yuga. So today we are here at the feet of Sri Chaitanya Dev, celebrating the opportunity to live in a in another era altogether, it, that's not magic. That's reality, basically. We call it Gora Juga, also Mahaprabhu's age, golden age, that runs parallel to Kali Yuga. It's just a matter if you choose to to ride that train, if you will. Huh? Because the mercy is there, as we, we were saying yesterday. Hmm? Mahaprabhu's is, you know, his hand is extending, as you know, one up, one down. Hmm? So up means. He's tasting the high thing himself and he wants us to be part of that and the high standing down means he's trying to reach to us. So he can throw us from below from down to up. So we got the chance. Jai, we will. Poland Yatra ki jai. I don't have more to throw (laughs) welcome to all of you you need more there, like some more there so (coughs) so again, truth is it's not popular, but it's really I mean, it should become popular for us. Right? It's not something for massive consumption. I mean, it is, but massive, the masses are generally not interested in, in paying that price. Uh, I remember with Silas Sidamar, he used to say, our Guru repeated that sometime, he said, I always, almost all my life I lived alone. But always I, I don't know how to say this in English, The the luxury? No. Luxury? luxury I had the luxury of always speaking the truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I had the price. (laughs) You You start to speak the truth too much and people will start running away from you sometimes. (laughs) But those who do not run away from you, oh, those are the ones that you want to remain with for the rest of forever. As Sumati will say, (laughs) she used to sign those messages. How to... Main together in service for the rest of forever. (laughs) Okay, that's a good one. (laughs) So, Swajatiya, Rupa Goswami says Swajatiya means like like minded people. We can can share some common interest, and and we need to find common interest because if there is no common interest, there's constant. uh, We are out of context, as we were speaking before. Our life becomes out of context. So we cannot be all that we are destined to be. We are something, we are someone, but there is much more for us to, to be, to become. And, and, and those great seers of truth have that vision. They, they are seeing us as citizens as, as, as according to our potential. So all that we can be. So we are gathering these days here, hopefully, <laughs> with that hope, I hope that the hope that make all of you coming here I don't think anyone was paying to you for coming here but you actually have to pay to come here <laughs> so you are willing to <laughs> that was only a minimum price now the real price will start to unfold these days no? <laughs> that is a very beautiful price no, actually because so much is being given to us, that's the point when we hear we have to pay a price immediately we have to bear in mind no matter what's the price I have to pay what I'm receiving I mean, there's no price to pay for that Actually, the the insight of 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 a of a sincere devotee will be, I feel embarrassed that I have I'm paying so little. So much is coming, and and even that that devotee is giving himself herself fully, but still so much is coming. So it's 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 a healthy embarrassment, if you will. That's embarrassment we want. (laughs) Because if you don't want to go for that embarrassment, you will be embarrassed in so many other ways. <laughs> this world and Maya Shakti will be, take sure that you will be embarrassed day after day after day. So we become humble and we realize we are not the center. and We try to put things in context. And then we will start to speak this, to, to experience this other healthy embarrassment. So much is coming in a healthy way again and I would like to reciprocate, and so much is coming and I'm trying to pay this price and so much is coming <laughs> so it's a very interesting, unique combination, because you feel embarrassed you may feel small, but that thing that is coming is so so generous, so you, you become full of hope even though some despair may, may come in our lives when we feel like I'm so little or whatever you may like to feel in that direction but so much hope is coming from above so strictly speaking we have no reason to <clears throat> to be discouraged actually because the gift is such so gi- so gift-like the gift is so much of a gift <laughs> that as much as we realize the nature of the gift and must as, as much as we understand why the, those two hands of Mahaprabhu mm-hmm what was the meaning of them what he wants to give and what he's asking us for and how much he's extending himself to reach us in the form of so many things sadhu shastra so many things Srinam. So, so the the extension of of the absolute is is extreme actually this is what Mahapuru means the, the absolute in his most extreme generous extension, Mm -hmm. like trying to reach Mm -hmm. as our Acharya said, the lowest spheres Mm -hmm. give the highest to the lowest Mm -hmm. that person is the only one who deserves to be named Mahabhadanya Mm -hmm. which means the most uh, magnanimous only one who has given the highest thing even to the non-highest one (laughs) 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 to the lowest one but you can give the highest to the highest, an elite type of business. This is the highest, but only you and you can receive it. Or you can give the lowest to the lowest. That's another variety of elite exchange. <laughs> <laughs> this is the lowest, Un- only with lowest we share this. Like, if you give the highest to the lowest, that's like mm, unthinkable. I mean, we are still trying to to understand what does it mean. So. So here we are trying to to speak Harikata, to hear Harikata in Sadhu Sangha. This, these two elements are really totally powerful and transformative according to, to our acharis. these two items well, actually one, one implies the other. When we see Sado, when we say sadhu sangha we mean harikata. Because try to imagine what, what how you call sadhu Sangha, without Harigata. We call that asatsanga. <laughs> Basically. No? That's the way of saying asatsanga, which means association with the unreal. So, sat satsanga means association or attachment. Hmm? Bhagavad Gita uses the word sangha to refer to attachment. So, satsanga or Sangha means I'm coming with all of you so I can increase my my attachment to, to the truth, to the real. And only in this way, we, as much as I do that, I can get detached, healthy detached from the unreal. But sadhusanga means Harikata. That's an important point. Bhagavatam makes that very nicely. Vasudevu Syan Punya I have to repeat that one also there. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in the Bible and they're saying <clears throat> that So As much as one gets association with the sadhus, with the mahats, with the great souls, what's the result of Sadhusanga Vasudeva kata You develop a taste for speaking about Basudev so that's an interesting way of put it. The result of Sadhu Sangha is Harikata, upgraded Harikata, mm-hmm. 2.0. How do you say, like upgraded version or whatever? <laughs> so what? 2.0. Okay. So so that's the point. I mean, the result of Sadhusanga is that after getting with all of you, I, I developed some increment, increasing attraction towards the message of Harie because that's what Sadhusanga is about ma-chita-mad-gata-prana-odayanta-paras-param katayanta nitya tusyam ticha arman ticha says Krishna the Gita very nicely. Why we get together what's was Sadhu sanga? <clears throat> sharing our hearts, sharing our minds or as my like Guru Mahesh will put it getting together to, <laughs> to share how we fail today. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We get in a circle like like this. I, I won't start that. Don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> at least not today. It's the first day. We will I will start to share. So how do you fail today, <laughs> Tell me. Share me. Very excited. Have <laughs> <laughs> one okay. at least one person being part of circle of fire. <laughs> but, I, I, but the other one will say, okay, now I failed this way. But but I want to keep trying tomorrow. So we will give hope each other and get estranged that's also Sadhu Sangha also, you know? that's, that's not only just to say everything is nice and perfect and we are super ecstatic mm-hmm. but today it was like embarrassment from tip to toe <laughs> <laughs> I cannot confess today's sit- yeah, yeah yeah please but also it's not only that also because sometimes we may have that idea also Sadhu sang is only when my mind is exploding I look for the Sadhu and just do catharsis like <laughs> you know? Do a of my mind. <laughs> also that, but we are to share the good things and the nice things. If it's in sadhus, the bad things. But if it's in sadhu Sangha, there are no bad things basically. You know? so, so, we are here to increase our <clears throat> our attraction for for Bhagavan. Actually, and real sadhusanga has to do with increasing, developing our relationship with our with our deity. It's, of course, the Vaishnavas in themselves are worshipable, and we are to respect them as our deities as well. But also, Krishna is in their hearts. Hmm. They are in the hearts of Krishna. Bhagavan is saying, hmm, I live in the hearts of my sadhus. I am their hearts. They are my heart. I do not know anyone apart from them. They do not know anyone apart from me. Mm. 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 To put in contemporary terms, we are totally in love, the two of us. And the Krishna says that. his psyched after that.
1: Ah, oh, my
0: sadhus. <laughs> 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 and the sadhus say, Ah, oh, my Krishna. <laughs> Something like this. Mm. Because we are, we are to fall in love mm. with Bhagavan. That's the perfection of, of falling in love. Mm. So... So we need to know where to start, what to do, how to do something. So we will be in this in this week trying to, to share some ideas on, in this connection. Of course, for, for our evening, uh, some topic has been selected. We will be speaking about Mahaprabhu's visit in, in, in Jagannath Puri, which is a very interesting chapter mm, of, of the Acharya Lila, Mahaprabhu, God, Bhagavan, teaching us, how to be a
1: devotee?
0: <coughs> How to attain this goal? So we will be thinking, re- meditating about that, and also in the mornings we will have place for Q and A, questions and answers. So all your questions are welcome. Hopefully you have some because we will have like eight days of questions and answers. So <laughs> mm-hmm. at least eight questions you may have, one per day. Yes. Hopefully more, but. And today also we'll be celebrating, before officially starting with our retreat on Monday, we'll celebrating to today tomorrow, uh, Tirubav Mahotsav of Srivas Pandit, Disappearance Day of Srivas Pandit, uh, in, the, in the evening, right? So that will be a, an interesting experience, and some other activities here and there in between. But again, let's hopefully we can have this focus, trying to understand we are coming here for... Getting together, getting association, getting nourished, and increasing in our in the, in the development of our relationships with, with each other, hmm? because basically that's that's our offering. Hmm? That's what we can offer to to our spiritual master, for example. Hmm? I always like this idea. One of one one of the most important services. This idea was with me for many years. That one of the most important services we are to offer to our guardians is to offer them good relationships, relationships among ourselves. Mm-hmm. It, may, it may seem like an in, intangible offering, sometimes we feel, think more, oh, the sadhu is coming, I will give some donation, or we painted the temple, and it's great, no problem, all the things you can do. But generally, when, when the report of services come, generally we give more, maybe numbers, no? he collected this money, he distributed this book, he made this. But generally, we don't say, oh, they get along together very nicely the whole year. and <laughs> that's crucial. And the other day, I was hearing Siam Sunder saying that, that our gurumars consider that. He says, "If the, the thing that pleases me the most is to see you getting along with each other. So, which, again, sounds intangible, but it's one of the most complex things. <laughs> but... I mean, we are to train ourselves here to enter there. Mm-hmm. And the there, the there we want to go is not an isolated space where it will be us and, and Krishna. Mm-hmm. That's a kanista conception. Kanista conception means Krishna and me. And I conduct my relationship on those terms. Krishna and me. Krishna, Which in part shows, basically means I do not care about getting along with each other yet. And ultimately, it means, I don't care about getting along with Krishna either. Because when you start to know who Krishna is, as I mentioned before, you say, in my heart, all my devotees are there. So if you say to Krishna, I don't care about your devotees. I only care about you. Krishna will point here and say, look closely. Okay. Who are here? I'm not here. They are here. <laughs> so if you care for me, means you care for my heart. And if you care for my heart... Just see who you, who, are in my, who is in my heart. <laughs> all the ones you don't care to get along with. <laughs> so, <laughs> how much you care about me, Krishna says, no? so Then we start to realize, oh, that's Krishna. Mm-hmm. I cannot separate Krishna from, <clears throat> from love of Krishna, from Krishna Bhakti. Mm-hmm. So our goal is not Krishna, as we always say, with all due respect. Our goal is not Krishna. Our goal is?
2: Love of Krishna.
0: Okay. So. so yeah, we don't want Krishna without love of Krishna why Why do we want Krishna without love of Krishna, just like a doll or something like, go here, bring me there, I need this don't serve me oh, love of Krishna is, is Krishna in its most upgraded form, that's why Prabhupada said Krishna, along with Radha. he's the the real be- most beautiful Krishna without her it's like <laughs> something is missing there. The love of Krishna is missing, the very personification of divine service. So, so yeah, it's it's a very interesting, beautiful challenge, getting to know each other and getting to, to project, again, our relationships in transcendency. Because, again, it, this is a fully relational process. Bhakti is really about, all about relationships, from tip to toe, everything. So, I remember again this line of Sumati when she says at the end, hope to serve along together for the rest of eternity. I mean, that's a heavy statement. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I know she's saying, really, she's, man, she's, she means that. Because I can tell you, I hope to serve with you for the rest of eternity. Mm-hmm. But if, if, if out of eternity, I'm, I, don't, I do not care about getting along with you, how much I, do I care about serving with you for the rest of eternity that will be a torture <laughs> someone say, I, I want to serve with you for the rest of eternity but I'm not giving that example here the other person says no no thank you <laughs> you go to eternity I stay here <laughs> <laughs> so so it's important to, to understand where we want to go where we are but where we want to go and, and all the implications of, of eternity and that will be a fully full interaction there and so much diversity I don't want to overwhelm any of you just to (laughs) it's a gradual process also so don't be uh, discouraged or astonished overwhelmed but as we say it's gradual but not that gradual either (laughs) it's as gradual as you want to make it gradual some passion has to be injected also there so it has some some good doses of Longing, some patience, some longing, some patience, some longing. Like the pregnant lady. He has to have patience, nine months. But he has to have longing also. He has to really be developing some attraction for he who is to come. It's not just, oh, I don't care. In Nine months, you let me know whenever they, he comes and I will embrace my son. I don't know if it works like that. No, Rasa? I don't think so. No. Okay. <laughs> But you have to wait nine months at the same time. If you are too anxious and you want to meet your baby at the fourth month, <laughs> it will be like what do we will do. Like sh- <laughs> you have to wait.
1: <laughs> but meanwhile you wait
0: meanwhile you wait, you have to nourish your longing. That's an interesting combination. So so we have to know how to to develop that. To wait what we have to wait, but not to wait those things that we need to really invest ourselves much more there so, <clears throat> so that's the idea basically of, of this retreat trying to at least from my side of course you may have many more ideas and I'm, those will be more than welcome but of course just being along with Vaishnav, especially in nowadays very unique world dynamics regarding human meetings <laughs> so that's a very very special moment, very special occasion, and hopefully we can like treasure the experience in the innermost chamber of our heart, because again, it's not an ordinary moment. Externally, since we are just sitting in a circle here, in one little room, in a basement, in one place in Bulgaria, and that's the whole thing. And that's nothing at all what's going on actually. So <laughs> real, really extraordinary <clears throat> event is taking place in the most deep sense of the term, so hopefully we can Embrace all that this meeting has to, wants to give us. Mm-hmm. So some introductory words I want to share today. I, I know most of you are coming and maybe are still a little tired, and we have been. But also I want to give some minutes if, in case you want to share something or ask something or share some of your hopes and views for this week or whatever. Any questions you may have. I can continue speaking, you know me, but I like also to, <laughs> to hear. Yeah, who raised their hands first? Uh, I have a question,
2: uh, because Maharaj mentioned that Mahaprabhu is the most magnanim- magnanimous, most merciful incarnation, because he is extending to the lowest with the highest pink, Yes. Mm-hmm. But from our part, we have to pay some price. And usually the mention is that the price is Shraddha. Mm. But uh, the whole our process is the development of the shatka mm-hmm. from different stages. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of shat shat-ha? Because even even uh, Prakita near devotee uh, had some shatka. Yeah. So what we are getting? What what uh, what is mean for this price shatka? Oh. If we're getting this highest thing only to have some Komala Shraddha, some weak faith... Ah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Just in case, no. <laughs> yeah, that, that. in one sense the question, the, the answer to your question is present in your question. You made a good point, because, yeah, if you say that the price to pay is Shraddha, Shraddha means, I mean, you cannot translate that in one word in English. You can say faith, but who knows which idea one has a faith also so Shraddha Shraddha means like to present Dha one's one's heart it's not just like belief because there is a difference between belief and Shraddha Shraddha is transrational it's a result of a transrational experience because you can say I believe in God but how much you act out your belief how much you live your life as if you believe i mean the more you you walk the talk the more you i believe you believe if you, will. <laughs> you follow my point so it's not so much about believing it's much about having certain undeniable experiences and the result of that is a certain conviction that you want really to invest yourself in that direction that we call sradha. and i always remember someone asking um, Carl Jung, in this connection, (laughs) do you believe in God? So he said, No. He said, I don't believe in God. I know He exists. Uh, So that has to do with Strada, it has to do with Darshan. I had some experience. It's not about I believe, I don't believe. When the plane is going down, I believe. (laughs) <laughs> no, when it goes up I am atheist again <laughs> no, because uh, but of course there are levels of strata as, as Krishna Karnam said so we have to begin somewhere and the very beginning of strata is called Komal strata which means like very tender faith like very like Olokiki strata which means like mundane faith which sounds even kind of an oxymoron like one term is contradicting the other like mundane strata Prakriti Bhakta, or something materialistic devoted, these type of terms are there to indicate there is a beginning. We have to begin somewhere. So the question has to do with them. So the price to pay is Shraddha. But, I mean, one may think, okay, but you, we also hear there are nine stages in Bhakti. We can speak in the many terms, but one of them is nine stages. Śrādha, Sadhu-sāṅkha, Vajanakriya, Nārtha, Nishta Rucha Shakti, Bhāva, Prem. So the first is Shraddha. So one may think, okay, I I must already have paid that first price. Now, (laughs) now after some years, maybe I'm beyond that. Well, for sure, most devotees are beyond Shraddha. Maybe not that much beyond, much beyond, but bhajan, Kriya, Arshtani, to say the least. So one may think, Shraddha is, back, how do you say like, left behind. I already went through that. So, why you say that I have to keep paying that same currency? <laughs> because the point, and I think you mentioned that, is that every single stage is Shraddha. It's an upgraded form of Shraddha. So the first one is officially called Shraddha. But the next one, Sadhu Sangha, implies a form of Shraddha. Vajana Kriya, Nartha implies another form of Shraddha. Nishta, what does it mean, Nishta? Firm Shraddha. <laughs> Ruchi, tasteful strada. So strada keeps upgrading. Keeps so the price to pay is that one actually. I mean, I have to reach the, the the next level of strada. So it's not a black or white. I already have strada. What's next? Not like when sometimes someone will say, "I'm a devotee now."
1: Uh,
0: yes and no. <laughs> yes, but no. Because what does it mean to be a devotee in every single sense of the term? Or what does it mean to believe in God? You may have faith, yes, but no. Because the fullest... I mean, we as practitioners, we want to be, as Prabhupada will say, strict with ourselves and merciful with others. So one of the forms it takes, and we have to understand that quote and not be dysfunctional, strict with myself. (laughs) But one of the fun that takes is, I will try, whenever I hear one term, one idea, like Shraddha, huh? I will try for myself to give to that term the highest possible meaning. Not the lowest possible meaning. Because I can hear Shraddha and try to take Shraddha down as much as possible. I already went through that. <laughs> but if I take Shraddha and play out all the implications of Shraddha to the utmost degree, I will realize, oh, that's a goal to take. And that applies to every single thing. Mm-hmm. Surrender. You can feel, oh, I am already surrendered. On some social level, bureaucratic level, you are, hey, and then go to the temple <laughs> and I give my monthly donation and I follow the regulative principles and I chant my round. I do, fine. At the end of my life, Krishna will appear and Golok Brindavan, there we go. <laughs> nah, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> so, but if you want to play out the highest possible idea of surrender, not going traumatic, but just understanding, there's much more to to attain. There's much more. So this applies with with you can come closer also if you yeah. want. Oh, no problem. I'm still vegetarian, so I won't bite you. <laughs> So <clears throat> and I had nice lunch today, so I, I'm not hungry today. It's it's okay. Mirella fed us a can'ta to the neck. <laughs> So, the idea with Shraddha is, that's the point. I mean, Shraddha is Shraddha. Prem is, is the ultimate form of Shraddha. So, so, the idea is, the, the price to pay Shraddha in the form, I don't know, let's say one devotee is in the stage of Bajan and Kriya and Arthani Okay, so you have to pay the price of Shraddha. Which form does Shraddha take? Nishtha. That's your next Shraddha currency. And you reach Nishtha, Nishtha, you have to still pay in, in, in the, in the currency of Shraddha, Ruchi asakti. All that is strada upgraded. And, and prem is fully flourished, fruit-like strada. The flower is the, the, the fruit is prem. So, so that's the idea of, of strada being like the, the price to pay. It's not something that I ended up paying that and so now what's next? No. The same in an upgraded version. That, that's the very dynamics of vakti. No? That's a very interesting thing with bhakti. I mean, I'm doing bhakti with the purpose of doing bhakti. Bhakti ya says the Bhagavatam. Bhakti comes from bhakti with the intention of more, with a, a pointing to further bhakti. And there is no end to that circle. It's not that someday I'm done with bhakti. I, I, I've done all the bhakti I can. I mean, the more you advance, the less you will feel that actually. <laughs> And we were saying yesterday, if you get to Golok Vrindavan and you appear walking with this cloth, most probably all the Brajabhasis will say, oh, one devotee is coming. Let's have Sadhu Sangha and let's be purified in his company. And you will enter, and Muni sometimes comes, and Aramuni is totally embarrassed, like these great personalities that are above my head treating me like a devotee and they feel themselves uncivilized village people without devotion, and they are the crest jewel of all the bhaktas. <laughs> so that's it, the paradox of, of bhakti. So, so yeah, the price to pay is in coins of, <clears throat> of strada, because, again, what does it mean to, to have strada in every single sense of the term? I mean, that's really deep, comprehensive idea, hmm? because if, if one really plays out the implication of what doesn't mean to have strada, yeah. Instead of feeling I have Shraddha, you will be more concentrated on all the Shraddha that remains to be attained because there is so much to be attained. <laughs> we yeah. have
2: this, mostly, we have this Christian upbringing, mm. and the, in Christianity this, 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 they, they have this saying. Just in increased, and you will be saved. Yeah, I agree. And we have very similar. That, for example, Lot Nityananda is so merciful that mm-hmm. he is asking just for faith. Yeah. But you Maharaj, you equated this faith with uh, with complete surrender. But that means that this price is quite high because we have we have to make uh, the the whole. Uh, this whole sacrifice of our
0: it's a, it's a gradual process for sure. Yeah. No? I mean, I'm saying faith can be not full surrender, can be faith. We have yeah. to begin somewhere. Again, yeah. that's the grace of Nityananda. It's not that only when you are fully surrendered, you can start. Okay. No. I mean, we, don't e- we didn't even have a clue who, what was the word surrender, and we were already starting without even knowing we were starting. No. Like when we I don't know, someday we were in the Kirtan with the devotees. Are you' realizing what i 'm doing here? <laughs> How did I get there here I mean, what, what i 'm doing like already you know, that 's nitenanda 's grace map it was great without even you knowing you were already starting eventually you realize oh, I was doing sadna bhakti without having a clue about that, <laughs> but it doesn 't mean that I will continue like that my whole life you No, know, at one point, you become aware, okay, this is this, this is this sukriti Gnata sukriti ta sukriti, godless grace, this and all so you become aware of another reality and naturally some commitment is expected no because this is a very tricky thing when we speak about the highest grace that can lead us to laziness also mm-hmm. so much grace only for this and, and, and you yeah it's it, yeah and, and i agree with the christian idea you accept christ and you will be saved i agree but what does it mean accept christ that's not a joke. Accept Christ means accept Christ. <laughs> it's not just lip service. Yes. It's like uh, you marry with, with someone. You will say, I accept this person. And that person will say the same. But when both of the, the two people will know, let's see in time. I mean, hopefully, you really accept. But I can tell you, accept you accept me, but you will show that decade after decade after decade after decade how much you really meant those two words that day <laughs> you follow so it's the same with the guru i accept you gurudev i surrender to you and, and it's it's we have to begin somewhere i mean i'm not saying that was false stuff or hoax that was real but even in the beginning we may not even realize what all the implications i don't know of accepting a guru of being having children being a sannyasi, I didn't have a clue. I mean, I have an idea. <laughs> I thought I knew. <laughs> okay, this means to be a sannyasi. Okay, I, I accept the order. Okay. <laughs> so when, when this stick came to my hand, so, some, other, some other things came also. <laughs> and I said to realize, okay this, is, okay, this is part of the deal. This part of the deal. Okay, this was not in the contract. Oh, this was with small letters. Okay, I do where, okay. That's life. I mean, you kind of just in advance know everything because probably if you know everything you will say no I won't do that (laughs) that's how it works I mean if everyone will tell you all this will have to happen sometimes our tendency oh no thank you so much so you won't take any commitment in any direction that can happen so sometimes we need some healthy cheating in between ignorance (laughs) ignorance is bliss yeah as I say (laughs) so yeah if you accept Christ you are saved if you accept Nityananda's grace you are saved but again in time, we start to realize what does it mean. What's the meaning of grace? What's it? yeah? There is a price to be. The point is, mer- costless mercy doesn't mean that I do not have to do anything. Because sometimes we, we misunderstand the idea of costless mercy. Like everything is coming and just say save <laughs> no. It means something is coming that I do not deserve, but something is expected from me. Probably receive and honour that. But it's mercy because I do not deserve, it's not mercy because I don't have to do anything. You follow my point. I mean there may be some extreme cases of mercy described in the scriptures like Krishna with Putana that took Puddha to say, Oh. We learned <laughs> formula. That, we learned that verse in Vrindavan with Savananda. Savananda was there also? You have to remember that because yeah. the guy re- repeated it's that it's like seven for three hours. Seven <laughs> a e. What do you say, Sevananda? Okay, uh, Sevananda also. Sevananda and Sevanidi. E. <laughs> so, Aho Bakiyam am stana kalakutam jigjams ayab ayad apir sadvi tatonyam kambanda yalusharanam brajima. The system worked. We learned that verse 14 years back. And, wow. But uh, was one time after. So that would have the greatest personality, sage, devotee, one of them at least. He says that, no? He sees how Krishna saved Putana I mean, most extreme weird, if you will, case of mercy. I mean, she wants to kill Krishna and Krishna just like whimsically sent her to Batsaliabha. I mean, it's like the most extreme possible like, paradoxical situation. And I want to kill Krishna by presenting myself as the opposite of that. I present to myself to Krishna as if I want to nourish him, but actually I want to kill him. He's a just newborn baby. Try to imagine, I want to kill a baby of one week, poison him, that's like I mean, the worst, the most wicked thing on earth. And the baby is Krishna, so even more wicked. <laughs> And Krishna, what did he do? Oh, he has, such, he has such a nice sari and tila. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that's why I keep using these clothes, because someday Krishna may whimsically also share some mercy with me. <laughs> 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 and she was, yeah, bestowed, she, he bestowed on her disposition of a mother in Golok. So that's called in, in, in our tradition, Kripa Siddhi. This is perfection through mercy, but that's an extreme form of mercy. We are not after that. In, in which sense? That, that mercy implies you haven't done anything. In that case, that person did not do anything. Just lottery, won the lottery. But as I always say, if you want... It's like if you follow the example, okay, I will stop all sadhana from now on. I will follow the footsteps of Putana. <laughs> what will you do you will try to I mean, offer poison to the deity or whatever <laughs> I won't do anything and Krishna will save me whimsically it doesn't work like that mm-hmm. it's like if you say I will win the lottery someday so I don't have to work why I will work I can win the lottery <laughs> yes you can but most probably you won't uh, I mean there is 0.000000 <laughs> possibilities that you may win the lottery so it's that's exception to the rules no Mercy without doing anything. So we aspire for sadhana and siddhi, which means mercy, because we say sadhana siddhi, perfection through practice. But how do I gain sadhana by mercy? Also. I mean, there is mercy, but there is practice. And as our gurus will say, we practice in order to get mercy. So, so that's the perfection we we want. If Krishna wants to be still siddhi, that's his his own initiative. But we will try to. To practice. So yeah, Nityananda is very merciful. <laughs> that it doesn't do away that fact. Mahaprabhu is so merciful, but still there's something we have to do. And, and and you mentioned, yeah, giving our full self still that's little compared to what they are giving to us. If we feel that's too much, that means we are not too aware yet of the nature and depth of their gift, basically. Because that's a fact. I mean, if we feel oh i I have to give do- so much, I have to sacrifice all this for that, it means you don 't have a clue what 's that about yeah so when when we just start to feel embarrassed i 'm paying so much to so little sorry to get so much, then we are getting closer to the goal, basically, <laughs> and you will make so much effort but feeling more and more embarrassed for paying so little. <laughs> Because so much will be coming, so and that's when we really will understand. Yeah, Nityananda Prabhu is merciful. No? <laughs> because we can speak about that and understand that on some level, but really to really understand that, I mean, we we know all the ones who glorified the mercy of Nityananda Mahaprabhu. They were not lazy people. I mean, they were not just on, like how you say a hamak or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so merciful, Jai Nitai, Jai Nitai, Jai, nita, jai nita. Oh, They were like really engaged people and sacrifice all the associates of Mahaprabhu. They were really the Goswamis, our example to follow. I mean, they were not just like watching the horizon and the sun setting, and, and they were really often engaged in sadhana, and doing so many things by thinking, but thinking. I'm so small, and so much grace is coming. So, so yeah, that's some of the meaning of those two hands of Allah. We pray to understand more. (laughs) So, how it is? I hope that helps. But yeah, it's again, we have to pay that price in a way that we don't feel overwhelmed, also. So that's why also sometimes we need to really understand all the things because if not we may just feel why I have to pay that much or you force yourself to do more than what you can without understanding why but the more you understand the really merciful nature of Mahaprabhu the, the real glory of his gift I mean that's a very important part to become aware to, become, to acknowledge the dimension of the gift that will, that will inform and nourish our surrender because if I tell you just surrender, <laughs> you don't have a very charming prospect on the other side to, in, in relation to surrendering too. It's like, I mean, it's a dictatorship, basically. Like, surrender. Why? Shut up. Surrender. <laughs> you are a sinful rascal. Surrender. Sometimes, unfortunately, that type of discourse was there and that's totally it's nonsense. I mean, I mean it, it has, it's a totally... Bol- the, the idea of surrender for surrender to make sense and to be valuable and charming is that it's 100% voluntary decision. It's not that someone is forcing me to do that. I mean, they are forcing me without forcing me, if you will, no? by charm. If you are, with again, with a very charming person, saintly person, whatever, you feel forced, forced in the way of saying, no? like attracted, like I want to give my life in this direction. But maybe the person never told you even once you have to surrender. But you say, I want to surrender. That was, it makes sense. It's not that you have to. I want to. <laughs> no, you have to. I want to. If you don't want to, I mean, I can force you, but it's not surrender. That's not surrender. It's not sustainable project. I mean, you will go crazy, and the rest may go crazy as well by asking others in that way to surrender. <laughs> But also, again, it's not a lazy thing that I just sit and wait to be inspired to surrender completely. No? It's something that you really understand. How can I increase my my surrender? So that's a healthy concern on a daily basis. How can I increase my, the offering of my own self? Because at the end, surrender means we are the offering. That's the, the, the idea of bhakti. Yeah, we start offering a glass of water to the deity. We start offering things. But at one point you realize I am the offering. All this was instrumental. I am the one who has to enter into the fire. So uh-huh. I'm, it's not the grain of rice. It's me? <laughs> the grain of rice is just symbolizing my entrance into a world of sacrifice. But the sacrifice, again, has to be done in a voluntary way. And at one point, let rice will say, "Even self-sacrifice, that's not the highest thing. In one level, we sacrifice something that we, will, we know, I don't know, with understanding, you know, I should sacrifice this, this part of me. It's, it hurts a little bit. It pin, pinch, pinches. pinches. But I know I have to do that. You have the understanding, so you choose to do that. Again, it's not... But it still pinches. <laughs> but on a higher level, there's what he, he will call self-forgetfulness. That's about self sacrifice So you are so much immersed into a reality of service that that thing that pinched before is no longer pinching. That thing that was sacrificed now is not a sacrifice. So
2: this pinching is ego,
0: yeah? (laughs) You say that. (laughs) And there's one nice, yeah, one Christian saint, he says that. If it's not pinching you are not giving yet. He said. On some level, again, we are not promoting masochism. (laughs) You have to feel the pain. (laughs) (laughs) But also you have to, as we spoke yesterday, you have to get out of of the comfort zone a little bit. You cannot maybe be thrown out of the comfort zone one day fully, but some pinching, not here, not there. That's the role of the gurus we were saying yesterday, to make us uncomfortable in a healthy way. Uncomfortable means taking you out of the comfort zone a little bit. When we start about to scream, uh, he will stop there. Uh, then, uh, and you will try to go back to the comfort zone. <laughs> and, you have, and we have to think, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. My guru is doing such a therapy with me and, and giving him such a hard work. And he tries, to, and I go. And he tries, and I go. <laughs> but no problem. See, that's that's mercy. But we want we don't want to abuse that. That's the point. Huh? Because ah, oh, mercy, mercy, mercy. But we have to. <clears throat> to give proper value to mercy also. Isn't so, so, yeah. Yeah, at one point, that thing that we feel is sacrifice now won't be a sacrifice anymore. I mean, I th- I'm sure all of us have gone through that. We have to sacrifice something. Oof, but I know I have to do that. But at one point, it's no longer a sacrifice. It's become second nature, as they say in English, right? But there will be another <laughs> one waiting <laughs> and gradually, And there's no end to that. But at one point, again, it's so much... When there is love, <clears throat> there is love yes. we were reading the other day about Prem Samput. I don't want to get lost in that direction, but it's getting lost and found. In the Prem put, it's a very beautiful treatise on the nature of love. Prem Samput means the locket love, or the love locket, love locket, love locket Do You know what's a locket? Locket? Yeah. yeah, this like small stuff that we have like. <clears throat> So at one point there is one verse that explains the nature of love, of Prem, and says, Prem is love, divine love, love proper, is so comprehensive, so loving, (laughs) that whatever obstacles come on the way, things that before attaining love we may feel, this is an obstacle, this is whatever, something negative, pinching, sacrifice, whatever term we want, in love, all the obstacles Nourish the love. Prem nourishes from the obstacles. And gives this example of the lion and the elephant. Like a lion is in the the jungle and the elephant comes, wanting to attack the lion. So it's an obstacle. A lion represents Prem in this case. So the lion will wrestle with the elephant and kill the elephant. And will feed himself on the elephant. So actually, he got nourished from the obstacle. I will continue his conquering campaign, if you will. So premise like that. Now, whatever obstacle you put on the way, you're just increasing the love. Like a river. You have a river, and it's advancing the current on, one, on some speed, and you put some obstacle to the water, and what will happen? The current will become stronger, and will overcome and will continue. <laughs> so the obstacle just made the river stronger. <laughs> But that's happened when you have love. Before that, maybe this, the obstacle will, <laughs> <laughs> you will drown in the river. <laughs> so there are stages. But there's a point, again, that there are no obstacles. Everything is just nourishing. That's the nature of love. It takes everything in its way and fits on that. <laughs> love moves in a crooked way like a snake. And Shila Sermaras said, that means because love is not walking in a straight line, but in, in zigzag, and it's embracing everything on its way. It's not neglecting anything. Everything can be incorporated, and nourishment comes from that. It's not. Oh no, no, this is this is not good. This is not good. on higher stages. Again, in, in certain stages, you will like, like advise the Do not do that. Be careful with that. Do not go here. But when you go have prem I mean. Anyth- anything becomes part of the Prem project, if you will, <laughs> basically. So you, you develop the capacity of nourishing your love with everything.
2: But Gopi wanted, wanted to curse Brahma for creating blinking. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> why they were so upset with, them <laughs> with him. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that's a way, of course, that's another way to show the same thing, actually. Yeah. You know? I mean, the Gopis are saying there, Yadav <laughs> Dekshitam, yeah. They are... That, that's the way, that's they're making a point there, that is, yeah, yeah. I mean, Krishna's beauty is such, and their love is such, that one blinking is too much. One blinking feels like a yuga. So that's basically the point made there. I mean, their love is such that, it doesn't have to do with Brahma, yeah. it has to do with their <laughs> attachment, and, and they never feel s- sati- satiated? Satiate. Satiated, sorry fully enough. So that, that's the constant... Because, yeah, Krishna's beauty is increasing at every moment, and the gopi's service disposition is increasing at every moment. But one depends on the other. Why Krishna increases at every moment? Because his devotees' love for him increases at every moment. So when the more beautiful Krishna becomes, the more the devotee's service disposition increases. And the more the service disposition increases, the more beautiful Krishna becomes. Krishnadatta Swami says it's like a competition with n- n- neither of the two parties accept de- <laughs> accept defeat. <laughs> Both keep increasing to keep pace with one another, and that has no end. Try to imagine. We want to enter there, so now we are in the training camp, gradually, but not that gradually, <laughs> like this. No? So no teaching, no progress no pinching no problem. <laughs> that's a nice way to put that for sure Yeah. and, and, and as our Guru has said he said like spiritual in spiritual life is about change that's another way to put that I mean change is not always welcome by us <laughs> or we or, or, or it's welcome when, when it's in the form that we would like I mean I would like to change I would have to have a better car I would like to change <laughs> or I would like to change in this direction in this direction but sometimes krishna has his own idea of, of what we yeah. should change and that's the point who i have more faith in <laughs> krishna desadas or what i think i should change so yeah some pinching. but again in, in a healthy way not in a traumatic way like i'm a sinner and i and some and we will fail in that that's also part of the game it's not that i will always make the proper choice and do the great thing but even when we make that mistake we can learn from that so there's no loss even in those embarrassing pinching moments so, so, but yeah, as Krishna Karnam say, when the pinching comes it's important to understand why it's pinching it's not that the pinching in itself is pinching I feel itself pinching when that same circumstance goes to another person it's not pinching him or her it's pinching me. So why is pinching me? It's not so much why it's pinching. Why I feel the pinch? <laughs> because the pinching is inside of me. It's not with external thing pinching. It's some pinching inside. That as, as I get rid of that, there's no more pinching. So that's a real ex- commitment and acceptance that takes progress. Like okay, it's not about the environment. It's not like in, it, there are no enemies outside.
2: Anatolyevich is <laughs> full of pinching Yes.
0: Anartha Nibriti lasts till Baba, basically. <laughs> <laughs> to give you full enthusiasm, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Astrada lasts till okay. Prem. An Nibriti will be with you almost till they go. We'll accompany <laughs> you like a very close friend till they, you have to say, okay. So we need to know how to deal with our Nartas because they are living with us for a long time. And they will be living with us for some considerable time. So Eventually we'll invite them, like continue journey or, or, or I will say mostly not to eliminate the anartas, but transform them
1: mm-hmm.
0: integrate them in a higher synthesis no? there are no enemies again so if there are no enemies they are only friends I still perceive enemies and Krishna says in the Gita the mind out of control is the worst enemy The mind under control is the best friend. And the implication is, well, make your mind your best friend. Or or the implication is, make your worst enemy your best friend. Your worst enemy has the potential of becoming your best friend. Imagine. You want to take that challenge. That's the idea. There are no enemies. There are no worst enemies. They are all potential best friends. I mean, that's the philosophy. That's the theory, at least. Of course, you have to walk the talk and that's not so easy, but in theory, that's the the idea. Of course, I know it's not so easy to apply. There are no enemies. Everyone is a potential best friend. So the only question is, why do I I do not feel that yet? (laughs) Why I feel he's an enemy, that is an enemy, that person, that circumstance, that, whatever, headache shouldn't be happening, it's against me, I play the victim, as we say, yes, the victim consciousness... But if you really understand this is a very basic philosophy for us. The very basic regarding all that we have to say. If you understand everything is a potential best friend, there's no place for victim consciousness. Hmm. From day one you are like, oh my god. <laughs> and of course the ego will feel like suffocated, like oh my they are not giving me like a breath here. <laughs> so hopefully you still can breathe, you can survive all this <laughs> But yeah, it's important that we do not cheat ourselves at least. And we know in theory this is how it should it should be. Maybe in practice I'm a little bit distant from that, but but I want that to happen. And when we are close with with people who is really engaging in that, especially more advanced practitioners. That that becomes more more realistic also. Because if not, it sounds like I will never do that. It's, I can never. It's so high. It's so imp- I, no, no, no. <laughs> but it's, it's possible. But we need the, the hope of those that are giving that example, that are supporting us, tolerating us, nourishing us, loving us, despite all all the disaster that still may be lingering there.
2: Again, Salusana.
0: Yeah, over and over again with we'll conversion That in that point. But we need to again go there with... By going in all the things we are speaking, it's not just. <clears throat> but why? Because of all, all the
2: things and more. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, we, we, we all always conclude in that single point. There was one question there?
2: No, I completely forgot
0: it. I was <laughs> <talking about> oh. <laughs> answer, so, uh, sorry. It happens. No problem. Ask <laughs> first. No problem. No problem. That was the question that needed to be manifested today. So it's clear the idea, I don't know. It's a, like an elaboration of what we are trying to do this week here. So we are concluding again in sadhus of- <laughs> Yeah, giving hope to each other and getting together and and, and, learn, and and learning to, again, to develop hope because all of us are saddakas. So we have not reached the ultimate perfection, probably, at least I'm, I'm not there, just in case. <laughs> but we have received some 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 contact from above that gives us like some portal was there like oh no? so like, like we feel that a saintly personality is looking at us and is only seeing our best maximum potential so just to have someone like that in our life you know, to have one person that you know he or she is when he or she looks at me as, as Say, he or she is not judging me from who I was, who I am, mm-hmm. but all that I can be. <clears throat> so just to have that merciful glance in my life from one single person, what is more than one? That should like make our heart tremble with emotion and move and feel I, I want to do something with this. I, have to, I want to honor this, that glance in some way. That glance is trying to and keeps, and has hope. No, I, and I, I keep saying to myself, I cannot do it. No, I know it's too much. But that glance is still coming. <laughs> no, and just the glance saying, yes, you can. You can. You can. No, no, no. This is a struggle. No? The glance of the saintly person, and, and we're trying like, to eva- be evasive of the commitment. <laughs> but eventually, that glance will win. And that's our hope. And that glance will win, and we really will understand Yeah, I I want to... It doesn't matter how much it takes. I want to try it the best possible way and until I reach there I I don't care about anything else. I want to go there. It might take some lifetimes, no problem.
2: I would like to uh, at the the end express uh, the doubt which some devotees have about uh, this merciful nature of Chaitanya. uh, Why there is not uh, why the real sadhus are so little and if he is so yeah. merciful why it's so hard to find a real sadhu because there are many sadhus but you know sometimes because devotees is because they became disappointed because the, the sadhu is not you know sadhu the standard yes <laughs> and there's some fading. Mm-hmm. Betrayal and yeah. different different problems. Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, so, there are many things to say there, of course, because also that something that can happen is you can over idealize a sadhu. And maybe the sadhu was not promoting him. I mean, there are many cases again. I'm giving just one possible possibility. A sadhu maybe is not promoting himself as a super sadhu, <laughs> but you are projecting that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe eventually you realize he or she was not what I, what I thought, but it doesn't mean that that person was cheating you. It means just that you were over-idealizing a particular person. Mm. That can be an option. I'm not saying yes. that's always the case. The, the other cases are there. But the reply to your question, I think, will be what we spoke. Why, why Mahaprabhu is so merciful? And, <laughs> and that speaks about that there's something to do in connection to that mercy. And not everyone is fully ready to do all that on that level, I mean, again, there are levels of sadhus. No? it's not just a black and white thing like, I mean ideally, I mean strictly speaking, every devotee is a sadhu of, of one kind. I know that sometimes uh, the practical use of the term, term" tends to point to the highest possible entities <laughs> but strictly speaking, everyone is a sadhu. The word sadhu" comes from "sat," as we say sat. Sad means truth. Honesty. Sadhu means an honest person, basically. Of course, in the context of Bhakti, we are speaking. So, you can be honest. I mean, you can be still with some issues to solve, but be honest about that and be willing to change. So, you are Sadhu. What, what does Krishna say in the Gita? He does a very unique definition of Sadhu. Most controversial verse of the Gita. Ah, I <laughs> so he's saying who is a for me he said the one <laughs> no. I'm doing you, you have it no. that who engages in Sudurachar. no. achar means behavior durachar means bad behavior Sudurachar achar means very bad behavior very bad behavior he said Api che. even even if that person behaves totally wrong but he or she has the the sincere of course this verse has many levels of interpretation and ultimately <coughs> it speaks about the gopis and, but there are many levels of yeah. sadhus <laughs> so but the point here is if you are sincerely wanting to surrender to me even though you are still a disaster and do so many unwanted things but you want to change that still you cannot but you want sadhuriva samantha. for me Krishna says I consider that person Sadhu. And that person very quickly becomes sober and attains me and so on. that madman, so on expert. So he's saying there, Sadhu. So he's not giving, he's not saying there. The Sadhu is the topmost pure Parmahamsa who only takes this and that. He's saying the Sudhuracharya. No. <laughs> not the Charya, but Sudhuracharya. No. <laughs> so... So, my point is, it's nice that we remain with a flexible notion of, of, of sadhūness. It's not just only the, the, the Swami is the sadhū, the Guru is the sadhū, the pure devotee is sad, and all the rest are what? No. And that's subtle, because we can engage in Vaishnava Parāda. I mean, if, not, if you do not see the sadhūness in every devotee, that's a form of Vaishnava Parāda. Maybe we are not aware of that, we don't have like a bad intention but you are not properly acknowledging the level of sadhuness in each one. So that may check your progress. So it's important to understand every devotee is a sadhu. If they are, again, devotee means I I am sincerely trying to practice and willing to advance on some level or another. And and there are levels of sadhus. Of course, I know that you were asking about the maha sadhus, if you will. (laughs) But again... to reach there, that's not a joke. That's not so easy. It takes time. So, and, and you say, you connect to this, the mercy, the extreme mercy of Mahaprabhu, Nitai, Gaur Chandra. But again, it's not that the mercy means I do not do nothing. Mercy comes, and you have to do a lot. I always make this point. Actually, it's more difficult to deal with mercy than with justice. Why? Because mercy comes... Mercy means you do not deserve this. Mm-hmm. Try to imagine, and, and you want to only have mercy in your life. It means all the things that you will, will come, you will never deserve them. No matter what you do, you will never deserve them. Mm-hmm. That's a hard pill to swallow for the ego. Because we want to deserve something at one point. So, okay, you want to deserve something, go back to the realm of karma. Action, reaction, you got what you deserve. To follow it's easier in one sense to re- remain in the realm of justice. I do something and I got what I deserve, and the ego is more like, Okay, I got what, I'm suffering, but it's what I deserve. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <gotta explain>
0: <laughs> but if you enter into the realm of mercy, it's deserved less. I don't know if that term exists, but mm-hmm. you don't deserve that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so it's hard for the ego, you have to be so humble to only deal with things that you do not deserve. But you're happy. It's not that, oh, I don't deserve this. I would like to know. You're just like grateful and, and giving yourself to that. So my point is, it's not so easy to deal with mercy. It sounds cheap. No, mercy, mercy, mercy. But if you play out the implications of mercy, it means you have to have a level of humility to re, to maintain yourself in that circle. And then you realize, oh, there are why there are so many <laughs> that are on that stage of fully drenched into that highest mercy, not leaving that circle at any single moment you have to have that, such level of humility such level of acknowledgement of your smallness and the greatness of Bhagavan so Krishna himself said that in Gita, "Manushyam sastra Sukha many people that come, few a few, few not because we are elitists, but there are so many degrees of and of course maybe in this lifetime you see, okay, this little sadhus here. But it doesn't mean that all the rest will never reach there. It just take time. Because the goal is so so deep. Like you know, this devotee is asked one Siddhartha Maharaj, Guru Maharaj, how many lifetimes do I have to will take for me to reach the goal? The ultimate goal of Bhakti. And you say, Well <laughs> like Three lifetimes.
1: <laughs>
0: and the body was shocked. Like three lifetimes? Like a lot. And Silasia Marat was shocked. <laughs> Is that too too much? <laughs>
1: <laughs> two lifetimes? <laughs> <laughs> two lifetimes?
0: <laughs> you are Brahmanda Brahmini Kona, I mean you are wandering in, in samsara for uncountable birds and just two three lifetimes and you can to... that's too little he was shocked he was not able to <laughs> and the devotee was when he saw the silasema he was shocked again <laughs> like realizing I mean it's nothing it's nothing <laughs> so the point is maybe in this lifetime they won't reach that and most will be in the first level of sadness <laughs> But next lifetime the next lifetime so, so yeah it's a, it's a Hike, hike jewel there's a price to pay perhaps will give that example everyone can buy some plastic jewel but you want a real diamond not everyone will be ready to to acquire that again it's not acquiring i have the money I deserve that no but mm-hmm. it's a willingness to to deal with that degree of mercy i will say something like that how to play my part in that so. but the sales are there that's the important thing even if you want to speak in terms of one, two—you can count with one finger. These higher saddles—we mm-hmm. don't need more than one. In one sense, I mean, if you really find a real saddle, for sure there are more. But <laughs> we have to know what to do with that one saddle we met first. <laughs> because if we are too anxious, I want more. I want more. I mean, why? <laughs> <laughs> why do you want more? <laughs> Like that people say, I don't want to surrender to one guru because I don't want to limit myself to only one guru. That means you don't want to have any guru whatsoever. <laughs> no? But as much as you surrender to one guru, you will discover so many other gurus in life. But first you have to start in one place. <laughs> so I will say that. No? try to. Yeah, We have to try to do our best with that single great sadhu, but also acknowledging apart from that single great sadhu, there are so many other sadhus on different levels that are around us. And we have also to acknowledge that because that great single high guru will tell us, teach us. There are other sadhus also. It's not just me. Because that's again another form of kanista. Uh, Krishna and me or my guru and me. Only the topmost sadhu and me. Like if you are on that level, that I only, I only can deal with topmost sadhus. That's not like that. I mean, if you are the topmost sadhu, you will appreciate... The, the smallest expression of devotion anywhere even if someone has no bhakti whatsoever you will be extracting something from that so there's no way to escape the, the real conclusions here so ok some words today, hopefully that constitutes a nice beginning of our retreat and thank you so much again to all of you for coming and see you tomorrow for Srivastakur Thirubabh Tirubab Srila Gurudev ki, jaya Sriman Mahaprabhu ki, jaya Shri Harinam Sankirtan ki, jaya Shri Giri Raj Maharaj ki, jaya Sri Sri Jagannath Baladev Swadre ki, jaya Gaur Bhaktavrinda ki, jai jai. Gaur